Welcome to episode 8 of the Country Line Songwriter Series, where you'll hear from some of the most successful artists and songwriters working in Nashville today. Country music is all about storytelling, and this is where you'll discover the stories from the people themselves of how they managed to find their way into such a competitive industry and rise to the top, what motivates and inspires them, and what they've learned along the way. Texas-born Eric Pasley started playing the guitar and writing songs at the age of 15. He relocated to Nashville a couple of years after graduating from high school to attend Middle Tennessee State University, where he studied everything related to the music business. He got an internship with a leading independent music publisher during his senior year, which then led to a song publishing deal, which in turn led to a recording contract with EMI Records Nashville in 2011. The same year, a song Pasley had written, Barefoot Blue Jean Night, became a number one smash for country star Jake Owen. Pasley's own debut single, Never Really Wanted, was also released that year as well, and his self-titled debut album arrived in 2014. The album reached number four on the Billboard country charts, supported by the hit singles Friday Night, Song About a Girl, and She Don't Love You. And in 2017, while in London performing as part of Country Music Week, Eric spoke with Chris Stevens. The Country Line Songwriters Series with Eric Pasley. Are you from Texas? I am from Texas. I grew up in Central Texas, about an hour northeast of Austin, Texas, so right in the middle. Do you think being brought up there has somehow contributed to the kind of music you write and the sounds you create? Absolutely. I think... Even the household you're in, you know, what music or even the street you're born on, you know, what music kind of influenced you to be to move you as a kid and, and as an adult. And that can't help but show up in the music you create. Because lots of people think of Nashville as being uh, you know, obviously a major city for country music. But there's a lot in Texas as well, isn't there? There's a whole lot. There's a whole lot everywhere, honestly. You know, I, I grew up in Texas and started touring the U.S. and it was like there's more farms in New York state than there are everywhere you know i mean it's there's just country communities everywhere and i and the thing is you don't have to grow hay and and shuck corn to listen to country music because i think it's such an, a human storytelling it's like it tells the story of all of us you know and, and uh it's not really about ego if, if it is i'm not really a huge fan of it but you know it's fun to have fun with songs but i think it's just the root of all of, of country music is is the heart and soul of of everybody did you intend to write songs, or did it just kind of happen? Um, I uh, I always loved music. I didn't really start playing until I was 15, like officially, like really play and say I was a musician. I kind of tinkered in piano and violin and choir and, you know, all that as a kid. And uh, I th I'd wrote, written a poem for a girl, and I never gave it to her. So I'm glad I didn't have the guts, you know. It wasn't meant to be. And someone was like, well, you know, a poem's like a song. And I'm like, well, I, I know how to play the guitar. And there you go. Grab a guitar and, and, and put these lyrics to it. And I wrote my first song. So I, I think it's definitely a gift to say I love you in a different way, like thousands of times, you know. But And I also thought singers wrote their own songs. I, just, I didn't know there was a difference. I just thought, I like singing, and I like so I need to write some songs. So it's kind of why it started. And how did it go from there to, to writing songs for, for Jake Owen and Rascal Flatts and, and obviously for yourself as well? Yeah, I moved to Nashville a year later and, and they all happened at then. 
I'm totally kidding. No. <laughs> I, I, Just uh, yeah, no, I moved to Nashville when I was 20, and I've been there 14 years. And uh, that being said, though, the, the the pace at which it happened, it's usually like a 10-year town, they call it. You know, so when people are there two years and they're like, Nashville sucks, you know, it's like they didn't know you were even there. That's a hard thing with music. It's when you put music and business together, someone is investing in you. So it's like for someone to invest in your creativity, they need to know you longer than two years. They're like marrying you almost, you know? So it's, it's a, it really is a wild journey and, and grateful for the success I've had and, and totally pumped to be in the UK, man. It's like music's the craziest passport. It really is. Oh, and, and country here is growing really fast. It's interesting what you say about you don't have to be on a farm and so on. Cause we're right in the center of London here. Yeah. And, there's you know a week of non-stop country music and people want to come and hear the songs and meet the performers and you know you don't see people wearing the hats and the boots and all that but you don't have to do you my bass player wore it way back he's he's from outside liverpool we got the band got pictures of him he's like i think he's in nevada had a big old stetson on black cowboy hat and i love it man people want to come wear their you know stetsons and cowboy boots and come on (laughs) is it weird to travel halfway around the world and find people singing along to your songs it's really cool it really shows that music uh it really doesn't have boundaries it doesn't have to swim it can fly you know it just kind of flies through the air and, and hopefully you catch it with something and and it gives you good vibes you know i wanted to quickly ask you about a couple of songs that you were involved in the creation of and if you just tell us where the idea came from or how it how it happened um the first is um jake owen barefoot blue jeans never gonna grow up yeah barefoot blue jean night we uh i was just hanging out with a couple buddies of mine uh one was a fishing buddy named terry sawchuck and another buddy of mine, Dylan Altman, he and I have written songs together for years. And it was just another day I, I'd grabbed my guitar. It ended up being my first guitar my parents helped me buy. And I'd strung it up. Uh, we call it Nashville tuning. So it's like all the high strings off of a 12-string guitar, but it's just on a six-string guitar. So it's real jangly. It's just like ding, 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 you know. The whole song is G, D, C, D. Like it's the most simple chords you can play. <laughs> And as a whatever age I was, then I probably would have been jaded if I if I played a regular guitar. I was like, I'm just selling out. So it was this. I'm grateful God had me playing this guitar I hadn't really played in a while, but it was my first one. But I did just kind of mumbled out, you know. Dylan was talking about seeing you two play the Joshua Tree tour. He was at JFK Stadium there, uh, in up where he was at around New York, New Jersey, and uh, he said, I remember turning around. There's a sea of lighters. You know, everybody going, I think it was when the, Where the Streets Have No Name or, or something like that. And Barefoot Blue G Night, when it says shining like lighters in the dark in the middle of a rock show, that was uh, Dylan's experience at the at a U2, you know, Joshua Tree Tour. And, and I, I love U2, and, and it's kind of fun that we somehow morph that, that story into a very big country song now. And, and uh, it's just, uh, that song just kind of found us, you know, that most of them do. And uh, grateful that that people know it and they and they love singing the woe woes also you know and your track friday night um was recorded first by lady antebellum but then you kind of stole it back and 
It really is crazy. I, uh, you write a song, and Lady Annabellum recorded it, and we're like, this is awesome, because I, I wrote it with Rose Falcon, Rob Crosby, and myself, so it's two guys and a girl singer. We're like, this is perfect for Lady Annabellum, you know? You know, I hadn't had any success as a, as a singer yet. I had just, I maybe had just signed a record deal when they, when they recorded that, and uh, so it was perfect for them. They loved it, put it out, put it on their album, and it was always it was Charles Kelly, the tallest guy in the band, would always tell me it's going to be the fourth single, or the fifth single, or something. I'm grateful it was never their single. And I played it at a show one night, and one of the guys I worked with at the record label was like, that's your single. Why are you not putting that out? I'm like, what well, was already on an album? He's like, great. It's not on the radio. Put it on the radio. So uh, there you go. And then Charles Kelly, I guess, kind of returned the favor on his song, The Driver. Oh, easy come, easy go. Yeah, we rock and we roll out of town. did well, that, those are both favors man anytime someone records your song it's awesome but yeah the driver he had, he called me up on one night and was like hey come over and write and i was in town was free wrote with him and another guy great talented guy named abe staclasa and we wrote a song called the driver it's just kind of an anthem to the whole live show experience you know and, and everybody that puts it on from the from the driver getting you there to the first person on the front row and the super fans you know to telling everybody i was in that crowd with you you know and and it's just a special song, and and the coolest thing, Dirks Dirks said, yeah, I want to sing that with you. Also, Charles, myself, and Dirks Bentley, you know, I, I they they rode my coattails all the way to Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> it was me, I did it. No, but uh, that and and got nominated for a Grammy for it. So it was just a really special song, and uh, um, not every song's supposed to be worldwide famous, but they but they're sure cool experiences to to live through and and get to sing for a little while. Absolutely. Final question. Um, when was the last time you, you switched on the radio or the TV or Spotify or whatever and you heard a song, whether it's old or new, and you're like, man, I wish I'd written that. That is such a good song. That is so well crafted. All the time, you know. There's just such great songs. And, and the cool thing about music, it has forever to be heard, you know. Um, but, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, definitely was, was cranking some Tom Petty last night. You know, after hearing he passed away and, you know, wildflowers, you're like, you belong among the wildflowers. He just had a, such such a simple way of telling something deep. And uh, I think that's a great songwriter. That's a great performer. And uh, I hope I can live up to that, you know, as, as a singer and and uh, to be able to tell the truth in simple lines that hit people deeper than you ever thought they could. That's awesome. Eric Pasley, thank you for coming to the UK. Thank you for sharing your songs with us. Keep writing them, keep sharing them, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again soon. Heck yeah. The Countryline Songwriters Series with Eric Pasley. More episodes from this series are available on the Countryline app and website, or just search for the Countryline Songwriters Series wherever you normally get your podcasts.